Golden Week in Japan. What is Golden Week? Golden Week is a series of small national holidays. And if you have a nice company, they give you the whole week off. Uh, schools don't. And other companies don't. So I'm alone in the house. What, what? So that, of course, has led to A, lunchtime cocktails. Uh, I've realized I like drinking in the afternoon better than I like drinking at night. I don't, I don't know why. I think it's because it wears off as the day progresses. Number two also means afternoon ice cream. I'm living the best life 12-year-old me could have ever imagined because I – okay, I, I, when I was a kid, I never – podcasts didn't exist yet, so I didn't like, oh, I won't be a podcaster when I grow up. I won't do – I was a fucking idiot. Uh, I could have done – I realized, like, you think about – I came to Japan in 2001. YouTube wasn't a thing yet. And it wasn't a thing until I think 2004. I could have been one of the first YouTubers. And I missed that opportunity. I realized most of my failure, which is all things, uh, have been primarily because I didn't realize when I should adopt something new. So now all these like new services, like Twitter is kind of failing. And all these other services are coming up to take its place. And I think, oh, Maybe this is the opportunity for me to get in on the ground floor and be one of sort of the OG guys of this platform and that'll build up an audience. And then I go, yeah, it's work. Fuck that. Anyways, uh, Japan is on holiday, but that doesn't mean we take a break from news. Uh, I might have to take a break later in the month, but that's other stuff. Nothing to do with you. Don't worry about it. A man in Nagoya, he w- he worked at a host bar. Not not a terrible thing. I don't judge people who work at host bars. I, I think it's a bit skeezy, but yeah, Because you're manipulating people into giving you money because you're trying to get them to think that the, you love them. That That is the bad part. If everyone was above board, like I'm here, I'm here to entertain you. I don't love you. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm here. I'm here to entertain you. And... Uh, I do love you. Give me stuff. That's not cool anymore. Part of that job is to bring in new customers. So they have you like sometimes go out on the street. This is a question. So if you're, you have a host club, you have a host club or a hostess club. And you have like, let's say 10 staff, 10 hosts. Do you take the best ones and put them on the street so the people come in and they're slightly disappointed by the quality of the hosts that are in the in the club? Or do you take like the lowest tier ones and put them on the street so when they people come into the club, they're like, ooh, those guys are even better looking? It's an interesting dilemma because better looking hosts on the street should bring in more traffic, but then if everyone's disappointed, you get a bad reputation. Whereas everyone if the hosts, the, your lowest level hosts are mediocre and they bring in people and the people in, uh, if you bring in people and they're all like, oh man, it's even more of a wonderland of, of man meat in here than it was out on the street. That's a good thing, right? It's a tough thought. I, I was thinking about that. So you got to go out in the street and you got to get more customers to come to your club. And that way you can fake out that you love people more and, and steal their money. Fortunately, in Aichi, not across Japan. I don't know, only in Aichi, but definitely in Aichi. That kind of solicitation is actually illegal. Oh, so you can see where the problem arises. 
rises when you can cry. That's how you get on Ninja News Japan. There are two ways to get on Ninja News Japan. One is to commit a crime in Japan. And that's vaguely interesting to me. Or number two, you send me a message. You can send an email to chunkofbeefchest at gmail.com or speakpipe.com slash chunkofbeefchest as an audio message. And then I'll hear your voice. I will respond to your voice. I like people's voices very much. So if you want to be 800 people famous, my, my core audience is 800 people. If you want to be 800 people famous, you can go to News New Japan. Who knows? Your video might be the video that takes off. <laughs> so this guy goes on the street. It's his job. He's like, I got to ask people to come to my club so I can pretend to love them so I can steal their money. He makes the classic mistake of soliciting an undercover police office woman. And so he gets arrested. But turns out during the day, he is a school teacher. Now, I, the first thought I had was those are overlapping skills. A host needs to keep you engaged and entertained while, you know, talking about you and your life. A school teacher needs to keep you engaged and entertained while talking about material that is inherently boring. If you are inherently boring, those are the exact same skill set. So if you're a good host, you probably would also be a good teacher. Go figure, right? That's, that's what I thought. Oh, wow. Hosts and teachers, they, they need the same basic skills. Teachers in Aichi are classified as civil servants, so you need permission to work a second job. So everyone's like, well, how did this, this teacher get permission to work a second job as a host? There is a, a secondary issue. Maybe the host was the main job and teaching was the secondary job, in which case it technically wouldn't work, but you know that's not how that works. Now, this guy only worked 20 hours a week. Therefore, he found a loophole. If he works part-time, he doesn't need permission to work a second job. So he can work a second job as a host. But of course, they don't intend for you to take on these salacious type jobs. But there is a rule that if you are a teacher, you can't take on a secondary job that discredits teaching. Which is where the host and teacher Venn diagram separate that being a host would disparage the nature of being an honorable teacher. But of course, because he committed a crime. So now they're like, oh, should we got to get rid of this guy? But then we can't fire him for that because technically it's not listed specifically that you can't be a host. But because he committed a crime, he solicited an undercover police office woman. Uh, that is a loophole they found to fire him. So he found a loophole to get that second job, but they found a loophole to get rid of him. I really enjoyed this story and I don't know why. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Prime Minister of Japan had a pipe bomb thrown at him. It didn't go off, didn't actually hurt anyone. Made some smoke, went pfft. How, you know, life just happens sometimes. Uh, the public safety chief was eating lunch. He was just about to eat lunch when he got the news that a pipe bomb had been thrown at one of his wards, the Prime Minister of Japan. And what did he do? What did he say? He said, I had been looking forward to eating a delicious bowl of grilled eel rice. I was just about to start eating when I received a call. 
So instead of getting up and being like, I have to go defend, I have to go check on the prime minister, never mind defend him. I got to go check that he's okay. This is this guy that I'm solely responsible for taking care of. Fuck that. Lunch has been served. I'm going to eat lunch first. So I made sure to eat the bowl of eel rice. And everyone's now really pissed off at him because they're like, you know, you're supposed to be the guy in charge of security. Lunch comes and you have an option of like dealing with a security issue or eating lunch and you chose to eat lunch. And everyone's like, that's a bad thing. I, I was like, maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe you, what you want a guy in charge of security to be so confident in the security that he's provided that he's like, I don't even need to leave the lunch. I can eat my lunch. I know security is taken care of because I've done such a good job. And I am so calm and cool during a crisis. I just eat my eel, my grilled eel on top of rice. I fucking hate grilled eel. Water snakes grilled is not good. Let's just be honest. Uh, there's a lot of foods in Asia that I have tried. And some I like, some I don't. Let's be fair. I tried grilled eel and I found it, I think primarily the texture really put me off, but I did not enjoy grilled eel at all. This guy, chief of safety, chief of public safety, was very, very much looking forward to his grilled eel. Now, the, the secondary concern is that he is also in charge of security at the upcoming Group of Seven Summit next month in Hokkaido. And some of the, the other party, so there's LDPs in charge, and he's part of the LDP party. He's, he's in charge of public safety chief um they saying he has no sense of tension or responsibility towards his duties uh but maybe he just has priorities i've set security in place there's nothing i can do about it now lunch is here my priority is now lunch i've done my job i've done my due diligence here's my lunch my due diligence at this point is to not waste taxpayers money who are paying for my lunch probably most likely because of the way japanese politics works Statistics. I do enjoy a good stat. The problem being that these are all kind of depressing in one way. And yet, when God closes one statistic, he opens up the variable on the other side. Don't know if that quite works. I might have to work on that phrase a little bit. By 2070, Japan's population will shrink. 87 million people. That is a shrinkage of up to 30%. I almost made a penis in the cold joke, but I didn't because this is a classy podcast. Foreigners in 2020 made up 2.2% of the population. By 2070, they will, according to current projections, be 10.8% of the population of Japan. I can tell you there's a lot of our old Japanese racist politicians would not be happy about that because it cuts to a point where you might be like, hey, maybe we have to give foreign residents basic civil rights, which Japanese politicians have argued against in the past. Past Ninja News Japan episodes, I have talked about how they're like, yeah, they're foreigners and they're here and they pay taxes, but <laughs> we don't want them to vote or anything. By 2043, that one, 2043 is going to be the Peak of 65 and older people in Japan. Nearly 40 million people in Japan will be 65 and older. 
In 2070, the fertility rate is projected to be 1.36%. Currently, it is 1.33%. So it's up 0.3%, which is not enough to keep the population going. To maintain your population, you need a fertility rate of 2.07. So that means for every man and every woman, you have to have 2.07 children. So like some families have to have three to maintain the population. Now, I, being a foreigner in Japan, I am on the plus column. I have produced extra babies for Japan. And you are welcome. My babies have good genes. My genes. They have good beard genes. I actually am waiting. So my son's 15. Can't grow a beard yet. I want to see what here's beard. I've been growing a beard lately. If you're watching the video, you can see my my beard is is a glorious red color, which is really weird because my hair is brownish red, but you, there's a, a transition point up by my ear where it changes dramatically. I really, but it's a full beard. It's not you know I've only been growing it for a month or so, but you know give it a little time. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a massive Viking beard very soon. My son. He has Japanese genes, which don't grow beards very well. And then he has my genes, which grow some of the most magnificent face hair ever known to man. What is he going to have? I really want to see. So I'm, I guess I got to wait a couple more years. I think he's going to have uh, – he doesn't seem to have much now. But I'm wondering if that's because he's still a bit too young. I can't remember when I kind of came into my own. I think it was 58. Anyways, there's a couple, one more stat. In 1990, Japan was the seventh most populous nation. And in 2022, it had dropped to 11th. And that's because of the population decline, which is increasing. People got to get fucking. I mean, it's really just that simple. People got to fucking make babies. And they talk about all these government programs. I think the last like five, six weeks, we've done stories about population decline and what the government's doing. And it's, it's just the, the core issue is. Japan's work culture sucks ass, and therefore Japanese people don't. God damn, this is a dirty episode. <laughs> Lunchtime cocktails during a holiday really changed the tone of this podcast. And if this is what you like, what you have to do is find a way to give me enough money that I quit my job and lunch drink all the time so that I can do my podcast like this. Here's a story about how tough it is to be a Yakuza in modern Japan. Uh, they put a lot of rules in place uh, to discourage Yakuza. Basically, there's a rule that says a Yakuza, someone, a member of an organized crime family, cannot uh, engage in a contract with another person. It's illegal. So if a Yakuza makes a contract with you, that contract is null and void by the very nature of the fact that the other person on the other side of the table is a Yakuza. So that means Yakuza in modern day Japan, technically it's illegal for them to have a phone because they have to have a phone contract to get a phone. They can't get, there was a story like last month or two months ago. I didn't actually think I did it in Japan. You can't get a supermarket loyalty card because you're entering into a contract with the supermarket. You cannot get a car legally because you have to enter into a contract with the car dealership to buy a car. So you can see by just making it that you are not, it's not legal for you to enter into contracts, they can get you on almost anything. Two Yakuza at the end of last month 
So now is May 2nd. So it was a couple of days ago. They were like, hey, we're, we're, we like Tigers. The Tigers is a baseball team. We like Tigers. Let's go see a Tigers baseball game. The other Yakuza was like, yo, buddy, let's do that. Let's go. We get a driver, drive us to the stadium, get in, we'll take the tickets. We'll go in with it. So what happened though? Previously, 2003, that is 20 years ago. What Yakuza were doing is they would get homeless people to go buy tickets. They would collect those tickets and then scalp them at three times the value of the ticket, creating their scheme to scalp tickets. Because in Japan, a lot of things you have to go and you can buy like basically one or two tickets per person, but you actually have to show up and buy the tickets. They got around this by employing homeless people. The stadium said, this has nothing to do with entering into contracts. The stadium said, we're just going to ban members of organized crime from the stadium. It's a very easy thing to do. There's literally, if you go to the Tiger Stadium in Japan, uh, I think it's in Osaka, you go, there will be a sign and it says, members of organized crime are not allowed, are not permitted to enter this facility. You think that would just be like a given? Like a member of organized crime just shouldn't be allowed to enter anywhere. But I mean, they just put up a sign. So now they can they can actually say like, we've legally made it very clear that you organized crime members are not welcome here. Here's where it all falls apart. So they had a guy, I assume a low-level Yakuza guy, drive them to the stadium. And he has to wait outside. He's not allowed to watch the baseball game because he's like low on the, on, the, on the totem pole and he, his life sucks. So he has to sit in the car. He's parked illegally because this is an organized crime family. They organize crimes all the time without even thinking about it. They, he parks illegally. He's like, I'm a Yakuza. This is what I do. So police walk up and they're like, hey, homeboy, you're, you're parked illegally. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. He didn't actually say that. Uh, they probably had a very pleasant conversation because the Yakuza driver guy didn't want any trouble. So they talked to him and they're like, hey, partner. This is me being two police officers now. Hey, partner, I think this is a little suspicious. The other guy goes, the other police officer goes, yeah, this is a little suspicious. You know why? Why? Because I think he's parked illegally and he thinks it's okay because he's a Yakuza. And the other guy goes, fuck yeah. But why is he just waiting here? Why is he waiting here to get in trouble? So I think there's other Yakuza in the stadium. Let's do a stakeout. Oh, fucking classic. Let's do a stakeout. Let's stake out together. Hey, you and me, buddy, let's get some Doritos. We'll get in the car sit and watch we, i mean we'll listen to the game as we sit outside the stadium so the game's happening right there as we listen to it sort of live not really but we're gonna catch ourselves some yakuza criminals fuck yeah let's do that that's fucking great let's do that it's awesome so they do that the yakuza come out of the stadium fucking arrested they got arrested for going to a baseball game so my thinking was the driver really fucked this up. So what he should have done is he's sitting in the car. The police walk up to talk to him. He says, oh, shit, guys, I parked in the wrong place. I will drive away. Send a text message. So there's two options. One, drive away and say, I'll meet you around the corner. I'll pick you up after the game. Or number two, send them a text message and go, guys, you got to make your own way home. The cops are checking me out. I'm going to bail now. And I think any reasonable Yakuza would be like, oh shit, the cops checked you out. You should get out of here. We'll catch the bus. I, I know the Yakuza, oh, they'll get a taxi. They got fucking money. It's the driver who's really at blame for this. Now, when the Yakuza were arrested, like I didn't know it was illegal for us to go to a baseball game. But essentially because your entire life is illegal, you should just know it's illegal for you to do anything. So the fact that you get arrested for something should not be a fucking surprise, you fucking idiot. I'm calling out all Yakuza right now. <laughs> 
you do illegal things, you can't pretend to be surprised when you get arrested for doing something illegal. It's going to swear some more, but maybe I've sworn enough. So this is the last story. And uh, this is, again, how not to commit crimes anywhere, not just Japan, anywhere. This lady, she had, she had applied. So th- there was a recent story. This is maybe connected of a guy who got really upset. He wanted the guy who threw the pipe bomb at the prime minister was a failed politician. This lady is also a failed politician. And just the other day, she said she was going to disperse sarin gas on the subway of the city. She posted that on Twitter. Now, here's the first problem. The account was in her name. And uh, totally just was very clear about what was going on. It's like, I'm going to threaten everybody in the city. I'm going to tell you a time. I'm going to post it on Twitter with my name and my face attached to it. A bunch of people called the cops. This is fraudulent obstruction of business. But then I realized, okay, who is she defrauding? Is it the train station? No, because the police showed up and they had to look for sarin gas canisters. And is it obstruction of business? Because technically what they're arresting her for is obstructing police business. But police business is investigating crime. So if she's created a crime for them to investigate, therefore she's not obstructing the police business. She's creating jobs. She's creating business for the police to investigate. The police had to search the station. Uh, They didn't find anything. They went and arrested her. Uh, Her post says, I am Shoko Asahara of the Reiwa era. So that, for anyone who doesn't live in Japan, may be a little confusing. Shoko Asahara is the person who dispersed sarin gas in the 90s. Uh, the, The Alm cult leader, I think executed. A bunch of them were executed. I think he was also executed. The Reiwa era is the current era in Japan of the most current emperor. So what have we learned today? Don't be a Yakuza. And if you're going to not be a Yakuza and threaten to kill everybody, don't post it on Twitter. 